1: Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking all things Nanny Palooza with Sue Downey. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you? I'm doing so well. How are you? I am doing pretty well too, all things considered. Yeah. You've got (laughs) a lot going on. A lot of balls in the air. I do. It's kind of an exciting time. Well, you know, September is
0: uh, very exciting for nannies because of National Nanny Recognition Week. And yes. I'm leading up to Nanny Nannypalooza. And this year, you know, two of them. So it's
1: crazy. That is. Okay. Well, you just kind of led right in. But right in. I know. But before we do that, I would love to hear a little bit about your background as a nanny, Bye. your journey, all that good stuff.
0: Perfect. So um I've been a nanny for twenty something years. I keep losing track. Um, but a long time I started I went to college to be a teacher and bounced around trying to be all different kinds of teachers and none of them really fit and ended up leaving school and and sort of got to be a nanny by accident, which I find um I just turned fifty and I find a lot of nannies in my like um, age bracket, all sort of ended up being nannies by accident, but then it just sort of clicked and it was everything I wanted to do with kids, um, and families. And the work was just so wonderful for me, like being a mom, but not paying, you know, for college and not having, <laughs> and not having to put them to bed at night, which I don't mind, but I don't know how stay at home moms do it. Like, honestly, like from seven or six thirty in the morning until five, like I'm done by that time. I don't know how they do three more hours, but, um, Me neither. So anyway, uh, so I sort of found nannying by accident and I was a live out nanny, a live in nanny. I've had newborns. I've had teenagers. I've done, you know, the household management, nanny management stuff. And, um, I pretty much, I've even had a multiple, although never as infants, thank goodness, because I'm not sure I'm that energetic, but, um, but I've done almost all of it in, in the zone, and uh, currently I am with um, a family I've been with for almost seven years, and uh, a little one who's eight, not so little anymore, and a four-year-old, so very exciting outside of Philadelphia, very fun.
1: That is that's so fun, and um, and then you're also just doing wonderful things for the nanny community at large. So thank you.
0: Well, it's no problem. You know, it's so funny because somebody just asked me recently, like, why? And she's like, <laughs> why you're doing all this stuff, and why? And some of it is because I think when you work with kids all day, you sort of need something else, like on the side sometimes, mm-hmm. to be a little more um i don't know uh, intellectually stimulating maybe or whatever but also when i started you know like i said more than 20 years ago i didn't know any nannies at first and then the agencies used to give you a piece of paper when they placed you and it was handwritten with phone numbers and they would say okay here's three other nannies that we know live you know at least 20 minutes or less away from you. If you want to make friends, here's how you do it. And I, like, seriously, that's crazy. Like to think about it now, just randomly yeah. calling somebody without knowing anything about them or just a name and a phone number and saying, hi, will you be my friend? Like, <laughs> 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 So yeah, a lot of so the difficult. things that have happened with me have come out of this need to connect with other nannies and, um, and just my my desire to see how much better we can make things for nannies, you know, connecting to each other and learning and
1: all of that. So for sure. Um, yeah. So if you are listening and, um, you're like, who is this Sue? She seems awesome. Well, one she is. (laughs) And two get to know her because she's a wonderful resource. She's also one of the co-hosts of the Practically Perfect podcast. Um, So go listen to that too because that's a great resource. Um, And we did a crossover episode a while ago, and it was awesome. So go look that up. You have a lot of homework. All right. Now back to (laughs) Nannypalooza. (laughs) Right. Um, So I have had several people email me asking about Nanny Palooza because I brag on y'all all all the time um, because it really did – change my nanny game when i went to nanny palooza last year and i was a speaker but i also got to attend all of the classes. not all of them you can't attend all of them but i got to attend as many as i could (laughs) maximum capacity um and it was just wonderful so let's start with kind of the general what is nanny palooza okay
0: So the short answer is it's a weekend of professional development for nannies and we um, come and I try to schedule it so that you can take the minimum amount of time, you know, away from your family as possible because not a lot of nannies have, you know, a lot of time off for vacation or professional development days. Plus it's hard for families when we're away and I know that. So it's usually some optional events. I'm sorry, my email thing keeps clicking and I can't turn it off. Um,
1: (laughs) so uh, She's very busy. You're just hearing the sound effects of Manny Palooza happening. (laughs) No, so um,
0: there's optional events on Friday and then all day Saturday and a half day Sunday. Think of workshops that would offer you some sort of, very tangible resources as a nanny that will help you be a better nanny. So information on speech and language, health and safety. There's workshops like dealing with kids with anxiety or um, Waldorf education or arts and craft ideas. Um, Pretty much anything that I can think of. I am a full-time nanny. So I really program to things that I know are things that I could use, and I have a very specific uh, goal in mind called uh, "Learn it today, use it tomorrow." We've used that phrase since the inception. This is our thirteenth year, so we know that what we respond to the most is we do want the theory and things like that, but also a lot of hands-on things that really resonate with you on Monday. So you come in, go to the workshops. But also, it's become this amazing community. One thing that we were always very passionate about from the beginning and that I have really, um, I feel like, if I can brag on myself for a second, I've done a good job of creating this environment where everybody is welcome, everyone is recognized not only as somebody who's there to learn, but somebody who has something to share and teach. And so it's very, it's the most diverse nanny gathering, I think, of all of them, I, as far as I know, um, not only is terms of diversity, like race or, 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 the things that we normally think of, but also in like kinds of nannies. Like I have a bunch of nannies that come who are, um, you know, a, career nannies like myself, who've been around the block a few times. I have nannies like you who are younger, who work with multiple families, sort of doing it on the side, maybe not your life's passion, but something that you're passionate about. I have, um, you know, nannies with no formal education, nannies with college degrees, just a lot of diversity in every way that you can think of. So it's this great environment. So not only do you get to learn, Um, things that you can take to your family and use right away. But also you get this amazing support network of people who then become friends. Um, But also it gives you colleagues, which we don't have. So it's this great thing. And um, we've been doing it for 13 years. It's all based on the idea of keeping it as affordable as possible. So there's not a lot of bells and whistles at Nanny Palooza, like you might find at other conferences. The food is the same almost every year. It's pretty basic. It's delicious. Uh, You know, I do a good job, but it's not anything fancy. There's, we keep the dress code casual. I do a lot of the work myself. There's not a lot of fancy trappings and trimmings, but the heart of it, um, it is so good that it's worth the the amount that we ask you to pay, which for this year um, in Philadelphia is um, one hundred ninety five dollars. So that includes two, um, two the two days of programming: all day Saturday, half day Sunday, a welcome reception Friday night, and it includes breakfast both days, lunch on Saturday, usually a snack in the afternoon. Um, I have some giveaways. You don't have to pay any extra for that. So basically you can do the whole weekend, depending on your travel costs, usually for under $500 if you're flying and it can be even less if you can drive. So, you know, I know that's a lot of money, but it also, I feel like, is the, the least that we can get it to and make it as affordable as possible.
1: So for sure. Um, yeah. So, yes, you mentioned Philadelphia, and you mentioned this year you're having two. Uh, let's go over just, like, the basics of dates and location and price.
0: Sure. So this year we're having two. I wanted to um, – people have been asking for it on the West Coast for years. Right. So I So um, I tried to do it this year on the West Coast – that one is coming up soon. It's, uh, well, I don't know when this will post, but it's um, September 28th and 29th and 30th. Yeah. I'll
1: post this. uh, Today will be Sunday that you're listening. Okay. Perfect. So So, listen, if you're listening and you want to get in, probably
0: I I might be able to take you, but you should literally stop listening right now and email me. (laughs) Great. Because I pretty much have closed registration. I'm going to let a few stragglers in, but um, but I wanted to try to bring it out west. And and um, we're going to be a few less than I had hoped for, but still about 100 nannies at that um, event and uh, really amazing workshops out there this year but it is a little challenging because like I said, I'm full time and I live in Philly. So I also wanted to do one on the East coast, which is the Philadelphia one. Now you have some time if you're listening right now, and it's Sunday. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Philadelphia is the third and fourth of November. Um, So the welcome reception is on the second, then third and fourth are the conference. And the workshops are amazing there too. Um, To keep it affordable, I, again, no trimmings and trappings. We're not at a resort hotel. We're at a double tree, which is a, you know, mid range hotel,
1: but Um, lovely. I stayed in one last year and it was lovely. This one is nice.
0: This, and this one is even easier this year, Martha. I'm sorry to say because it's right by the airport. So you don't even have to rent a car if you're flying in. Mm -hmm. There's a shuttle that will take you from the airport to the hotel. It's right there. So, um, the hotel rate is 120 a night or 119 a night, sorry, and the conference costs 195 dollars for Philly. Um, the one in California is now 250, I think. If, if you're listening right now, or 199 was regular registration. Or yeah, anyway, you probably can't go to California by the time you listen to this.
1: But, um, California- but if you are listening on Sunday, right, and, like. And you, you like, me oh, we'll, yeah. and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. definitely email. Sue me. Sue is so great about working with you on things to the best of her ability. So, right. if it's at all possible, she'll do it. If it's not possible, it's not possible.
0: This is so true about me. I raise it's negotiators, really? so all the kids that I have have like they'll follow the rules, but they'll always try to negotiate with me because I'm always bending the rules. Let's face yep. it; that's true about me. So yeah, so California I think is $250, um, Philly is 195 It's more expensive in California because the food and the taxes are more expensive. Yep. It's all based off of that. So, um, but it, it's very exciting. Um, it's, they're both at Double Trees too, right by the airport. So you can get to um, the conference right from the airport. And there's free parking in Philly. There's a small cost in California. California is so expensive.
1: It is. Um,
0: So, and in Philly, I have some amazing speakers. Um, I have a friend of mine who was very popular last year. uh, She's a professional counselor. Her name is Susan Fetchko. She talked last year to nannies about how to say no. I went to that one. It was amazing. (laughs) This year I asked her back um, to talk about kids with anxiety. Um, There's so much more anxiety uh, with kids right now for lots of different reasons. And um, there's a, a hard thing to know, like, when is this an actual disorder that requires treatment versus when is this just a kid with some anxiety and there are things that we can do. So, Um, I'm really excited about that because I actually have some experience with some kids that have had that. Um, Another speaker who's coming back is the amazing Pascal Brady. Um, She spoke last year and she's coming back again due to high, so many people loved her. Mm
1: -hmm. She's going
0: to talk about positive discipline and working with children in technology, um, which is nice um, and interesting information. Also working with preteens and teens using positive discipline. A lot of people wanted uh, some information for older kids with dis- in regards to
1: discipline. So she's working something up for us with that. Awesome. Um, And Pascal has um, also done several episodes with me. So if you want to get a flavor for what she's done, you can listen to those episodes. Um, Growth mindset, power struggles with kids and power struggles with parents are all Pascal. She's amazing.
0: Yeah. She's really amazing. And she's not only trained in positive discipline and kids, but she's also a life coach and this, this really positive, amazing person. So um, I always
1: feel like I'm better able to take on whatever's going on in my life after a conversation with her. Being yeah. in the room with her is really a neat feeling that you she, don't always get from people. She's so empowering, which mm-hmm.
0: is was wonderful. Um, another one that's going to be in Philly that's so interesting to me. So I didn't know this, but there was a sociologist who was studying us, which is what? amazing. Um, and she reached out to me. She actually is has written a book about um, the sort of uh, gig economy with nannies. And so she did a lot of research on like Care.com and Sitter City and Facebook and the online portals to figure out how new technologies are changing the way that people find and do their work. Interesting. And she's gonna present the findings of her research and then also offer uh, opportunities for nannies to share their experiences and um, talk through like how they interact with those technologies to find work for her continuing research and also she's going to peel back the curtain a little and explain kind of how those sites operate and why they're skewed the way that they're skewed. And so it's really interesting. Um, an amazing friend of mine who you should have on your show, actually. Um, Courtney Gibson, do you know her? No, I don't. Oh, so Courtney was one, she's a pioneer of the um, NCS world, which is newborn care specialists. Mm -hmm. And she has a sleep um, program. She's amazing baby whisperer and just an amazing person, but she's going to talk about infant gut health and the sort Mm -hmm. of Things that you need in babies' tummies to help them process it, and the foods that we can give them can be helpful or disruptive to that, and all the problems um, that come from that. And let's see, we have a couple of others. Um, my new friend, Elizabeth Nelson from the Amsley Institute, um, which is a new um, online sort of college program for nannies, is going to come and talk about stress management. Nice. And um, yeah, we and, up, and some of that. Sure. we're going to, my friend Aileen Matherin, who is um, the owner of My Nanny Circle, which is based in Brooklyn, she is my brown sister, my brown skin sister. We have connected very deeply over the years and we're going to lead a conversation about race this year. We're going to sort of open up the floor and talk about how, um, in a, in a very interactive way, conversation, how race affects us as a community, as nannies, how it affects us as caregivers, how the things that we feel and think can affect the kids that we raise and what we can do to create situations where not only are we expanding our sort of viewpoint of the world from wherever we are, but also help kids to grow up to be more Um, inclusive and that actually was born out of a lovely story that somebody told when we were recording the podcast last year charge wanted to lick her skin because she thought she tasted like chocolate and I just loved that story and it just it's resonated with me all year about how we need to talk about these things more
1: so yeah so that's a little taste boy I talk a lot I'm sorry (laughs) <laughs> no, I love it. It makes my job so easy. Um, <laughs> let's say, though, that someone is um, listening to this like in the future, like in January. Okay. So, if they want to find out more about 2019 Nanny Palooza, which I don't want to scare you and like make you be like, oh no. <laughs> um, but if they want to find out more, where can they go to get information in the future?
0: Sure. So if you Google pluza Nannypalooza,
1: N-A-N-N-Y-P-A-L-O-O-Z-A,
0: just like it sounds, mm-hmm. you'll find my website. And on my website, you can mm-hmm. sign up for my email list, which is easy peasy. I also, if you Google it, you'll probably find my Facebook page. And not only do I have a Facebook page for the business, but we also have a group, an interest group for Nanny Palooza that you can join because Facebook is wonky. And so you have to have like different kinds of pages so that you can get information to people. Um, so that's the best way. Also, another good way to hear what's going on is to, to attend um in the spring nanny Palooza sponsors and i organize national nanny training day mm-hmm. um, which uh i'm going to look at the date because i can't remember it right now but i want to tell you um and uh it, national nanny training day always is a big push that's usually when things start getting going so it's april to april 13th 2019 and um so there are events all over the country and they again, use my philosophy as much as possible, that sort of learn it today, use it tomorrow philosophy. Those events are all over. And those are like a mini thing. So if you've never gone to anything, like if you just have never gone to a class or a workshop or, or a conference, there's lots of people like that. Um, that's a great way to start. And you can find those listed on the Pluza website sometime after the first of the year. I'll start making that list. And if you don't see one close to you, you can even talk to me about organizing your own. But um, so April 13th is a good day to put on your calendar and it's always a Saturday and um, it's around the week of the young child. So those are the basic ways that you can, um, that you can connect with me. And uh, it's Google's easy because there's not
1: a lot of nanny pluses like really me, like there's nothing else. So that is a very good name. Yeah. Google. Does is not as kind to me. It's no, like, you mean the Chronicles of Narnia? No, Google, <laughs> take my pun. And
0: autocorrect is also hard with your oh, like. It's I know
1: all the things I didn't think through, oh. um, but I still like my name, so it's fine. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, so if you are um, driving and you're like, okay, that was a lot of information, and I want to write it all down, but I'm driving and that's not safe. Uh, Go to nannypalooza.com, which is already in the show notes. So when you're done driving, go go down, scroll down on your phone so you can see me acting all this out. (laughs) Scroll down on your phone and the link to nannypalooza.com will be there for you. So you you don't have to do any work. But if you forget to do that, If you're like, oh, I got here right on time for work. And so you just didn't click it. You can go later and look at nannypalooza.com.
0: Yeah. It's pretty easy to find me in the, if you just remember Palooza. And I know a lot of your listeners may be thinking, well, I don't really need this or this isn't whatever. The other good thing that I forgot to mention is it's fun. Like it's so fun. fun. It's a great, I do all kinds of things to keep it as lighthearted and as fun as possible there. You can join in or opt out as much as you want. So if you're more introvert, then that's fine. If you're more extroverted, I got stuff for you too. Um, So even if this isn't your life mission, even if this is just your right now, it's for you even if you think you know everything and you've been doing this for a million years there's something here for you too like it really is this unique thing
1: and um so you know it's kind of like for me it was like a sleepaway camp for a weekend talking about things that i am passionate about with people that are also as passionate as i am and yeah It was beautiful because, like, I drove there last year um, with Katie Lineke, which was kind of crazy (laughs) um, of us, but we did it, and we were great. But on Saturday, I did have to go, like, take a nap, and you can totally do that. Like, no one's making you do anything. Um, And I was just like, I'm no longer able to hear or ingest in a helpful way anymore so I'm gonna go take a 40 minute nap and then I was so much better and ready right. to like rock and roll well and
0: sometimes it's just nice to be able to sit next to somebody while you're munching on a continental breakfast and know that that person that's sitting next to you has had that weird conversation about dirty dishes in the sink or has a car seat in her car even though she doesn't have children and is single or like all the weird things that are very unique to us being with other people that have that experience is a very powerful and wonderful thing and so you know even if you just check us out because you want to be with other people who are like you um, you'll find something very worthwhile in it i think Um, we have a high rate of returners so i can say that with pretty much authority that most people really get a lot out of it. So.
1: Yeah. And, um, I mean, you're not kidding about the friendships. I'm still friends with a lot of people that I met last year. Uh, Sarah George, who has been a guest on the show, came and slept on my couch for international Mm -hmm. nanny, uh, training day. So like, you know, and Rhonda through Sarah, I met Rhonda and it just, the more you can build your network, the better. And they don't even live in the same city as I do, but I got to see them twice. You know, that's just great. No, it's fun.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's a good time. And, um, and we, and I appreciate everybody that, you know, helps me do it every year. And it's just, it's fun. You're right. It's like summer
1: camp. That's a good way to describe it. It really was. It was like I got the same because I'm a theater kid um, and I got the same feeling as when I walk into like a theater camp, you know, it's just and I and I realized that maybe not everyone knows that feeling because that has been a very (laughs) special thing for me in theater. But um, but that that feeling of just, oh, I belong here. And right. I, I, think that that's really priceless. Um, and, and not only you do you belong, it. but you're you're welcomed, and you're it, we're excited that everybody
0: is there. Like yeah. it's a very, like I said, it's very diverse, and there, we have you know a lot of different personalities. Yeah, <laughs> but somehow sure. we all, I'm just so happy to spend time with all of everyone, and I try to make it a point to. Get to meet everyone, it's not always easy when the numbers start to get bigger, but it really is fun. So, can I take just a second and plug my other project, which I don't even know, yes. I know about? So, um, my friend Kelly Garris and I started a Kickstarter, and we're almost at the end. So, when you hear this, you only have one more week. Um, if you're interested, and you should be because this is awesome. It's called Our Nanny Diary. And it's basically a cross between a planner and a journal for your nanny family from you and you use it together. And we've designed it in two different age layouts. So there's one for like smaller kids and one for like more older kids. If you're doing the sort of nanny family, like school age, you don't have to record diapers and things like that anymore. Right. And it's designed to sort of sit in the kitchen and it's very nanny specific with all these great sort of touches, like place to track your hours um, each week and notes where you can communicate back and forth with mom and dad about, you know, carpool or menu planning or packing or any of those things. Um, and it breaks it down into developmental levels. It's really, I think, amazing. And if, um, you know, if you're so inclined, and I hope you will be, if you could go to um, ournannydiary.com or Our Nanny diary on Facebook is even better. There's a bunch of videos that explain more about it. And we're just trying to raise enough money to do an initial press run. And then we hope to have them out and, you know, fa- kick, kick. Kick the Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be fast. Kickstarter is um, if you don't raise enough money, then it's all or nothing. So when you pledge, if we don't raise seventy five hundred dollars, then you're you're not out. But every dollar counts. So even if you have you know done something NNTB or Nanny Please or whatever, and you want to say thank you to me, even five dollars would be like amazing, and it makes all the difference in the world because we really believe in it. So check it out. Thank awesome, you. I didn't know about that, that right at you, and I should have talked to you about it first.
1: Nope, I loved every second of it, and <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out like pretty much when we get off this call. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think those were all the major questions that I've received. But if you are listening and you're like, but wait, I have this question, and you guys didn't answer it. Um, please email in to Chronicles of Nannia at gmail.com or Sue. Sue Downey at nannypalooza.com. Can you spell your last name, Sue, just in case? Oh, yeah. Sorry, you, Sue. Oh, I don't now see any Siri's talking to me. I'm the worst podcast guest ever. No, I love it. It's like <laughs> I love the, the flair, the texture. All right. Spell so last mine one. is Sue Downey, S-U-E-D-O-W-N-E-Y at nannypalooza.com. Awesome. Perfect. And, uh, and yeah, you, people can also find that on the website, right? Right. Exactly. There's a, a, you can find me. Great. And you know, send a smoke signal. I'll, I'll get to you. Carrier pigeons. They're (laughs) all the rage these days. Um, yeah. (laughs) But if you forget all of that and you're like, but I have this question, you can also email into me at chroniclesofnanny.com and I will make sure that, Sue answers it or if I already know the answer, I will answer it. Um, Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Sue. No, thank you. I love talking to you. We should talk some more. We should. Um, (laughs) And then we end each episode with a cute, funny, uplifting story or quote from a kid. And Sue has brought one.
0: Yes. So I have a little one who's four and we go to Dr. Master who is the physician in Philadelphia, Doctor Masters? So that we were getting ready for our doctor's appointment, and I said, um, "Okay, we're going to go see Doctor Masters." And he looked at me. He goes, "There's only one. It's Doctor Master." And I was like, "What?" And he goes, "It's just Doctor Master." So then we went to the doctor, and I was I thought it was Masters, and she was like, "No, no, my husband would be so happy." It is master. There is only one of me. Oh my <laughs> god! He had like corrected me, but I thought it was so funny. He's only four that he knew like the you know the plural was masters. No, there's only one. It's Doctor Master. So I thought that's
1: that was- amazing. I love that. He's so funny. So fun. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah. You got, a, you got a question. It's good. It is good. It's <laughs> It's tiring sometimes raised it's with good. like precocious
0: kids and you're like, it's good, but sometimes it's not so far.
1: Like we need a off switch. <laughs> um, with my with my nanny kids that I just transitioned away from, I would have I would be like, You guys, I need a brain break. <laughs> like we I can't I'm happy to answer questions usually, but right now I need about 20 minutes of not having to answer. Exactly. A million questions. Let's just have a quiet car ride. Yeah, One. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, thank you, Sue, so thank much. You so much. And uh, we hope to see you, I know not this year, but next year. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. And right.
1: thank you all for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Reddick. Artwork by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania, and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine
0: Culture.